You are now tuned in to the Profit Link Up. Welcome to the Profit Link Up, your community connection to small businesses in the Memphis area. I'm John here with Corey, and we're your host today. And our guest today is Hayes McPherson from Comeback Coffee. Welcome, Hayes. Hey, good to be here. Good to have you with. But uh, what inspired you to start Comeback Coffee? Man, it's a good question. Um, so uh, my wife and I, uh, Amy, we were born and raised here in Memphis, and so this is home for us. Uh, we left for a little bit to go to school. Uh, we came back, and when we came back, uh, my time was spent in coffee, being in the industry, uh, okay. working behind bar, um, and I fell in love with what that looked like, and you know what the coffee industry was from that perspective of it, okay. the science side of it, uh, huh. getting behind bar and the customer service side of it. Uh, and Amy fell in love with it from the consumer side. Uh, so I started off at this small college shop um, and she would come in every single day and, you know, I'd be working and uh, she'd sit in the, in the seats in the actual cafe um, and, you know, study for hours and hours and watch these interactions happen uh, at these tables. So when we came back to Memphis, we knew we wanted to start something together uh, and it just kind of naturally progressed into coffee being the, the space that we stepped into. Um, but you know, Memphis was pretty infantile and it's a uh, specialty coffee industry at that point. Uh, this was 2019 uh, right. when we officially opened. Uh, and so we knew that there was a space for us to kind of create something special with. Uh, but it all kind of began with as a way to kind of give back to the city that, that raised us uh, for the most part. That's phenomenal. Well, what is it that sets Comeback Coffee apart? Man, I love that question uh, because there's a lot of folks doing really cool stuff here in Memphis, uh, especially in the coffee industry as of late. Um, you know, I don't I don't want to say that we're better or, you know, whatever it is in other places. Sure. But uh, what I can say is that what we've created in the Pence District is something that we're going to be proud of. Uh, and what that is, is it's a space that's well-designed. That feels incredible. Uh, the products that we send out is top tier, right? We do our best to be as on top of, of things we send out, both beverage and food wise. Uh, and then it's the interactions, right? Because at the end of the day, for us, it's more than just uh, coffee, right? Because coffee's great, we love it. Sure. Uh, but if we're not making that impact, we're not, you know, creating uh, some type of culture or um, not even creating culture, but facilitating the culture that's already here in Memphis, uh, then we kind of wasted it all. So I think we do all those things pretty good. And I'm pretty proud of. Uh, of our folks that that helped do that so that's phenomenal yeah why comeback coffee yeah so it didn't originate as comeback coffee uh, we started off as born and raised coffee um, and we got a cease and desist about really say it was yeah. like six months before we were going to open uh, the shop we got a cease and desist from a sports bar in la okay. uh, and so we kind of had to like we were freaking out right sure uh, and so uh, it was a group of us uh sitting down and we were cutting through spotify trying to figure out something because right. at, at that point too we were working with uh, the downtown memphis commission on some great work and they needed a name from us uh, to kind of help finish out the application. So there's a lot of money sitting on the line there. We're like, okay, we got <laughs> we to figure this out. Right. Uh, and somebody scrolled past a song called Comeback Kid. And he said, what about Comeback Kid? Comeback Kid Coffee. And I was like, nah, that's, that's not going to work. I, I don't think so. And then yeah. Amy looked over and she was like, well, I just Comeback Coffee. Right. Uh, and it's it fit, you know, exactly. Sure. Exactly. Right. So it fit, you know, our mission, which is uh, we wanted to create a place that people felt like they could come back to day in and day out. Uh, but it's also kind of a nod at that Southern roots, uh, being from Memphis, being from Tennessee, which is uh, our moms and grandmothers and everybody saying, you know, come back, y'all. Uh, this is always your place. So I think it fit perfect. 
Well, there's something to be said too for having started in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, no. So it's 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 great that we started when we did because uh, we had a good year for us to lay those foundations, and then bam, uh, on our one year anniversary actually was the first day of shutdowns. So that launched us into a, a special time of year. But wow. Well, tell me, what did you do to pivot when that when that happened? I know you guys did yeah. something unique that, that that most companies don't or can't do. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we pivoted kind of like everybody at first, right? which was curbside. Uh, you know, all the interiors were closed. You couldn't really do much for uh, actually serving inside your your, your places. Uh, but one of the products that we started off with uh, is uh, it's called coffee soda. It's one of the first items that we had on our on our specialty menu. Um, and that first day uh, when we opened back in 2019, uh, we sold about 10 gallons of this stuff on opening wow. day. Uh, so we always knew that it was special. Uh, always knew it was something we could be proud of. Uh, but when pandemic hit, uh, one of the biggest requests that we got was, you know, how can we have uh, come back in our places, you know, whether that's Germantown, East Memphis, right? Where we're located in the pinch, uh, there's not much around us. And so, you know, we are a destination uh, space. So uh, when pandemic hit, you know, that kind of just took a chunk into our business. And we had a really, you know, incredible community who still wanted to support us, but couldn't make the trip out or, you know, didn't want to make that trip out for a great reason um, during that time. So we started uh, as, as a few of us, uh, you know, we would kind of run normal business as best as we could during the days and then would close off at five o'clock and from five to about 10 o'clock at night, we'd work on um, how can we put coffee soda in, in a can to, to sell like that. Uh, so, you know, folks could have a little piece of comeback uh, at their house. So uh, that kind of progressed and, you know, we did our first drop, uh, I'd say about six months into the pandemic okay. and uh, it sold and, you know, it was less than two days, it was about a day or so. Wow. So it's a hundred cans that we went through that first day. That's impressive. And so we were just looking, thanks. We were, we were looking around and we went, all right, we've got to figure out something because this is, this is good. It's making us money. But it's making that connection that we want, uh, that we you know sought after with with comeback. So coffee soda, you know, slowly became a thing, and uh, now uh, today it's its own company, uh, Comeback Bevco. That's interesting. I've never heard of coffee soda before. That's that's yeah. new for me. Yeah, it's it's a fun one, right? So most people have it, and that's one of our biggest challenges as Comeback Bevco is pitching this product that just kind of doesn't really exist, right? It's a market. consumers. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so uh, we're not the first ones to do coffee soda and I'm not going to claim claim that, but I am going to claim that we're one of the best coffee sodas. So, uh, but uh, all it is, I mean, it's exactly what it sounds like. So it's it's a coffee soda. It's carbonated uh, coffee, but we add our own flavor to that. So we have two flavors right now. Uh, through the shop, we've done seasonal flavors as well and kind of test the market uh, when it comes to, comes to that. But uh, the two mainstays that we have is one's called Southern Style, uh, it's a lemon and thyme coffee soda. And then the other one is field day, which is a strawberry and lime coffee soda. So um, it's just a fun way to drink coffee. That sounds refreshing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, those are not flavors I would have associated with coffee. Not often. Yeah. Uh, so what's great is, you know, with our background in coffee, uh, I've been able to experiment a lot over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've been able to travel and, you know, I've worked for shops all over uh, the country really and have fallen in love with um, how coffee has become very similar 
similar to the cocktail industry, which is there's a lot of experimentation, right? Hmm. Uh, it doesn't have to be your your classic flavor profiles that often are associated with coffee. Because you think coffee, you think mocha, caramel, right? Sure. Darker kind of those those flavor types. Right. That's that's not. It doesn't have to be that. So uh, especially nowadays in the coffee industry, there's a big push for pushing the actual coffee itself, the coffee beans, um, into a little bit more lighter roasts, and we're looking at more uh, acidic and more uh, fruity kind of profiles that are coming from the coffee, as opposed to darker uh, hazelnut, chocolate, kind of caramel flavor types that we right. are used to. So. Yeah, and I think there's a huge market for that for people yeah. who might not have been traditional coffee fans. Yeah. Perhaps they found it uh, a little heavy or, right. or, or tough for them. I, I find myself a little bit in that scenario, yeah. but I find myself really interested in, in, uh, in what you're saying about that. Right. Uh, what kind of mixers are people using with this when they're when they're mixing them at bars? And this yeah, sort of it's great. So, you know, when we first started, it just started off as a caffeinated kind of drink, right? right. Um, and folks were coming in and just taking this home with them and they were crushing one after some yard work or something like that. Uh, but then we got a message from somebody uh, probably about two months after we had started doing it and they said, hey, have you guys put alcohol in this? And we said, no, we, we haven't. Uh, I said, you're, feel free. You're more than welcome to, to experiment, have fun with it. Uh, and they reported back about a week later and they're like, y'all, this is this is something. And, uh, and so we started playing with it. We, we kind of gave it to some of our bar friends that work in downtown and they started making some cocktails with it. And so, uh, you know, obviously each flavor brings a different or works better with and pairs better with uh, different uh, 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 liquors. But uh, gin, rum uh, and vodka are always safe bets. So they work with uh, just about any of the flavor profiles. That's fascinating. Because even when you told me that it it, it was being mixed, I, I thought, yeah. well, it's going to be Kahlua. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing is most people often you hear coffee and you, you expect, right. That, yeah. that darker profile, but, yeah. um, no, I mean, it works great just as this like really bright and, uh, fruity kind of flavor profile with it. So that's really it's fun. what's one of your favorites? Uh, I would say my favorite is probably the favorite. It's the crowd favorite, which is Southern sauce at limited time one. It tastes just like an Arnold Palmer. It's like the best way to describe it. Uh, which is kind of that, you know, classic Southern lemon and tea. Yeah. Uh, it's, almost the exact same. So uh, what's great about these is that you do get a little bit of the coffee flavor in there, right? I'm not going to say you don't get complete, you know, it's not totally wiped out by the flavor, but uh, it's a great introduction for folks, kind of like you said, who may not be used to coffee or enjoy drinking, you know, just black coffee or, or lattes or anything like that. Right. Uh, they can have this and, and still get that caffeine kick, uh, but it's, it's fresh, it's bright, um, and it's unique. That's so interesting. I'm not one for coffee personally. Yeah. I've always been a tea guy myself. Yeah. I remember sampling my parents' coffee as a little kid. <laughs> right. Which is unfortunate because as a little kid, I had enough energy. Yeah, exactly. I didn't need any coffee, but right. you know, I was like the cream and sugar taste. Yeah. But um, that coffee soda, I've never heard of that concept before at this yeah, moment. Yeah. So it sounds I think, if really I think if you'd had something that tasted like an Arnold Palmer, you would have gotten addicted to it. <laughs> yeah, it might probably. be a little bit different. That's, yeah, that's probably thing, so. But. Look, man, you got me uh, convinced. I might actually have to take a sip. Yeah. That's perfect. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, we're, we're stepping into an industry that is, that isn't really there. Um, and so right now on the market, uh, there's about two other coffee soda businesses, companies, uh, one that's doing really well. That's in, you know, fresh market, whole foods, all that good stuff. Okay. Uh, one that's lo- located in, in Nashville. That's it. 
So really? uh, as far as like big markets, so a lot of coffee shops are doing it. Getting shelf space is an interesting challenge. Uh, tell, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So something we're working through right now, uh, what's, what's beautiful about coming back with Bevco and kind of as this conversation sits now is it's at the very beginnings. Uh, we're just at the forefront of what this company will look like. Um, you know, we've, we've laid the good foundations of, you know, recipe uh, creation and, and all that good stuff. And now it's time to hit the, hit the road, right. And, yeah. and kind of get it out there more. And so, uh, what's, what's beautiful about our products, it's got a six month plus uh, shelf life. Oh. So it didn't have to be refrigerated. Uh, and so it's enticing to, the big box companies, right? Sure. Uh, and that's our goal. We're going to get there in about a year and a half, two years, probably. Okay. Uh, but we started how we wanted to, or how we started Comeback uh, Coffee, which is on a local base level. So that started with being in Comeback Coffee, and you know those are flying off the shelves. So we said, okay, let's start pushing a little bit further out. That led us to working with a couple of really core partners mm-hmm. uh, in Memphis and Mississippi, uh, and those folks have supported Comeback Coffee for since the beginning, really. Right. Uh, so they were, the, they were the first persons that we you know reached out to and said, "Would y'all be interested in carrying this?" Um, the Hub Coffee in Germantown, okay. East Memphis area, uh, Coffee Central and South Haven as well. Those were our first two clients, um, and we had no idea how that was going to look. So they haven't felt competitive at all that that you have your own no. coffee company and they're they're Not they're more than happy to put your your product on the shelf. Exactly. Well, that's the beautiful thing, right? And that's I think our approach to how we do business entirely, which is uh, community over competition, Hmm. right? It doesn't have to be competitive. We're not, you know, we're not digging into what they're doing. They're utilizing this product to help build out their communities. So, um, and what's great is we get to tie in, come back coffee to come back Bevco. We're all helping each other out. Uh, which is perfect. That's very cool. Well, now seems like a good time to to uh, to uh, go ahead and make a pitch for something local, which is to say, where can people find you both as your yep. coffee shop and where can people find your your uh, your comeback coffee beverages? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, comeback coffee, we're located downtown in the Penn State Church. It's 358 North Main. Uh, so if you know where the pyramid is, you know where we're at. Uh, Westies as well, which is a, a Memphis staple. You can always find us uh, right there. It's also where you can pick up coffee soda. We always stock it, all the flavors at comeback coffee. Coffee, uh, but we're located in about eight or nine different places here in Memphis thus far. So uh, that is the Hub, Coffee Central, Sugar Ghost on Broad Avenue. Uh, there's a litany of places that you can find us. Is that uh, all available on your website? It's available on our website. You can also buy on the website as well. Uh, and, and where? What's the website address? Comebackbevco.com uh, for coffee soda, and then comebackcoffeeus.com uh, for uh, comeback coffee. So, so very cool. Yeah. Well, what made you decide to locate uh, your your physical presence in the pitch? Yeah. So the pinch is a, is a really special place for Memphis, right? If you know anything about Memphis history, the pinch is where Memphis began, right? right. It is literally the cornerstone uh, of this city. So um, we were jumping around. This was 20, I think 2014, 2015. Uh, Amy and I were driving around Memphis and we uh, were high school sweethearts. So, uh, you know, at this point, I know it's so cute, right? Uh, <laughs> so at this point we were um, in college and we knew kind of the direction that we were wanting to go, which is uh, being back in Memphis. And we know we wanted to create something together. Uh, didn't quite know what that looked like at that point. Uh, I wasn't, I was just the beginnings of being in coffee at that point. Uh, and so we were just driving around and we found ourselves in the pinch. We saw this building, we saw the 358 uh, North Main building. And man, we fell in love. I mean, it was a, it was a super special um, spot. 
lot. We started looking in the windows, saw a for sale sign in the window. Um, but obviously, as you know, twenty-year-old college students, like that's out of reach. You know, I right. can't afford that. Uh, but you know, it didn't stop us, and so we kept. You know, I would say almost every single time we'd come home uh, for breaks or on weekends, we'd go straight to that building. We'd take a look in the windows, and uh, we were noticing that a lot of the buildings around it were just kind of sitting empty, uh, and then not a lot of effort was being pushed to the district itself. Uh, while we watched a lot of uh, push for South Main and, and core downtown. Sure. Uh, and so the more we looked at it, the more we fell in love with it. We fell in love with the, uh, the historical nature of the district, but then also this architecture of this building that was built in 1895. I was like, this is gorgeous. So uh, there was one night that we went uh, to her parents' house. Uh, her dad uh, had just started developing uh, here in Memphis, uh, kind of small uh, farmland. Um, and we said, hey, look, there's this building downtown. I think you're going to like it. Uh, you you got to check it out. And he uh, said, that's crazy. He said, I've been looking at a building downtown already. We're like, oh, OK, great. Well, you know, where have you been looking? And he said, there's a place on uh, it's Main Street, North Main. And I said, that's crazy. Our building's on North Main, too. <laughs> uh, and he goes, uh, yeah, 328 North Main. And we go, no, this is this is ridiculous at this point, right? So we told him, you know, we've also been looking at it. And uh, so, you know, it was, it was a few weeks after that, we kind of went down together as a family and started to uh, actually explore the options of how can we step into this space, right? So uh, he stepped in, he was able to purchase the building. Uh, what's great is property at that time, especially in the pinch, was incredibly cheap sure. uh, because nobody wanted anything, right? Uh, and so- yeah, Right at the right time. Exactly. Uh, so he stepped in, he purchased the building. We stepped in uh, to a conversation with him and said, look, we'll rent it from you. Uh, we'll build this out and we'll kind of partner together on this. And so he said, yeah, I trust you. Let's do it. So that's when we officially stepped in and started the what was about a five year construction uh, period of rehabbing this building uh, that, you know, 1895, that's old. Uh, right. So it needed a little bit of love. Sure. Uh, and but then also us stepping in and beautifying the uh, the space a little more. So not taking anything away from the building, but adding to it uh, and doing some small adjustments to it. So that's how we ended up in the pinch. Uh, and then from there, it was just, you know, we fell in love. That was it. We know we knew that we wanted to continue to kind of cement ourselves in the district uh, and stay there. Uh, you know, we had spoken previously, but Amy uh, ended up starting a business and the building right next to come back uh, right there in the pinch. Uh, and then we're working on a new development right next to that building as well, really? an empty lot. So um, the pinch is just, I don't know, there's something about it. And there's a really strong future for it at this point. And one that we kind of heard whisperings of way back when, uh, but we're now actually starting to see kind of what that looks like yeah. uh, nowadays. So That's awesome. Well, how are, how are your customers finding you? Yeah. So uh, social media was the biggest, biggest push. So when we opened three years ago, uh, you know, we had a lot of people tell us that we picked the wrong place. Uh, and they, a lot of people said, you know, there's nothing in the pinch. There are plenty of other places y'all could have picked that you would have made, you know, good foot traffic with and right. it, it made more sense. And, you know, we said, ah, we'll be okay. We'll figure it out. And so we worked with a, a couple uh, of folks. Uh, my background is public relations okay. and entrepreneurship. So this is kind of my field is just marketing and uh, getting our stuff out there. Uh, Amy's design uh, and graphic design. So oh, terrific. Uh, it's a good pairing for the both of us to be able to launch it. But, uh, you know, we spent a good probably like eight months before we opened, uh, making sure that we looked good on socials, uh, that we were engaging on socials. Um, and I think that's what did it. 
that and the backing of the fact that we were born and raised here in Memphis and the yeah. connections that we had here already. Um, you know, that first day that we opened, we had a line wrapped around the whole block. So, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it was great. So I'm curious, what have been some of the challenges, you know, being in the pinch? Like you said, people said, this is stupid. You yeah. shouldn't be in this area. Right. What have been some of the challenges being in that space? You know, what made you select that space and say, this is where it needs to be, regardless of what everybody else is yeah. saying? You know, what, what challenges have you guys been facing? Yeah. So, I mean, we face a lot of challenges being kind of where we're located. And it's kind of the it's what we signed up for. We knew it going into it, but uh, we can't rely on foot traffic. Right. That just doesn't exist where we're at. Uh, we've got great partners around us. Right. You got St. Jude in our backyard. You've got downtown core, you know, a few blocks down and you got Mud Island, but it's on the other side. And it's across a bridge. If you know anything about Mud Island, Mud Island loves to stay in Mud in Island. Island. Right? right. It's hard to access them. Uh, and so we have all these perfect partners, but they're just a little bit out of reach. So our big thing was, all right, how do we create a space? Uh, our slogan at Comeback is stay a while, right? Uh, which is kind of like uh, not the best thing for coffee shops. You know, a lot of coffee shops are, I'm going to sell you something and you need to get out. Table turnover. turnover. Exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, but uh, what we have found in our, in our time working in the industry is that what creates the biggest impact and the places that last the longest are places that feel good, that feel like home, right? You kind of hear that coffee shops are oftentimes the third space, um, the space away from home. You have work, you have home, and then you have the third space. Uh, and so that's what we wanted to shoot for is creating that third space. But really what we wanted to do is create a home. You know what I mean? Uh, I didn't want to be just another space. I wanted to be the space that you felt the most comfortable in. So that's how we started. Uh, but accessing those people have been tough. Uh, but we also were building out a district uh, at, the, at the end of the day. So um, it's something that we never expected to find ourselves in that position of being, you know, we were one of the first businesses to open up in the pinch in nearly a decade or more. Um, and so we wow. kind of landed in that space and said, all right, let's lay this groundwork for these developers that will be coming in the next, you know, however many years, five, 10, 15 years. Right. Um, and let's create something special together. Right. So, uh, those have been the challenges we're, we're still working through some of those challenges. Uh, every day is, is still, is still a fun, um, uh, test for sure. Um, but those are things that can, we kind of deal with on a normal basis. You talk about trying to make it home. What are, what are the things you've done design wise to make it make it feel like home? Yeah. So um, what we like to say is that oftentimes in, in the coffee community, uh, you've got two types of places, right? Yeah. You've got the really comfortable space, uh, but the coffee kind of sucks, right? <laughs> the quality is, is bad. You're going there, you're just chugging back the coffee and then you're sitting down for a few hours to work. Utilitarian. Right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's some of the you know, the most comfy spots and some of the most special memories are made in those types of places. Right. Uh, and so, uh, but then on the flip side, you've got the type of coffee shops. They're a little bit more than new age coffee shops, right? They look really pretty. Uh, the coffee is like super stellar, uh, but it's uncomfortable and you can't stay there for more than like 20 minutes. Right. And, you know, sometimes that's intentionally done. There are places oftentimes in this new age industry, which is going back to that turnover, sure. flipping tables, which is, I don't want you to stay here for long. Right. Uh, I want you to get your coffee and I want you to go. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And so what we did is how can we do both, right? Why can't there be a good mix of comfort, but then also make it look good, make it taste good. So, uh, you know, that's everything from the intentionality of our menu uh, and how we do uh, our food. Uh, it's very kind of Southern based. Uh, we recognize that our community is a Southern city. Uh, and so you can't go high, f- you know, dining, you know, fine dining sure. style, right? You got to have things that that people recognize and they respect and love, right? And they've known for a while. Um, and then on the flip side for the beverages, it's the same thing. So you have the ultra, you know, tight groups that do coffee where they don't do any syrups, they don't do any sweeteners, it's black and uh, they're kind of high and mighty about it. Uh, and what we wanted to do is we wanted to provide that, right? And you can have that option when you come to come back, but uh, we also have a stellar uh, menu of specialty drinks that we do in-house. So we make all of our syrups in-house. Uh, and so we have a seasonal uh, rotational menu that we bring in to do that. Uh, but it also plays into furniture, right? So we wanted to make sure that you could sit, stay as long as you needed to uh, for whatever that looked like, right? Whether that's work, whether that's sitting down to have conversations with folks. Um, we wanted you to feel like you could stay as long as you needed to. So what does expansion look like for you? So um, we sat on it for a while. Uh, do we want to come back to you? Right. Um, you know, coffee is not uh, the most profitable industry to be in. Right. Most folks don't start coffee shops to make a ton of money. Uh, but the ways you do is you you bring in some second source of income. Right. Uh, for a lot of folks, that's roasting coffee in house um, or you expand. You open up multiple locations. Uh, we settled on it pretty quickly that comeback isn't one and done. Um, you can't really redo comeback anywhere else. You can't replicate it anywhere, anywhere else in Memphis. So we've created this really special space. Um, and instead of diluting that, uh, we're just doing that really well and the best that we can. So the way we've decided to expand, quote unquote, is that second option, which is uh, the coffee soda. So doing comeback Bevco is allowing us to take what we do outside of our doors in the pinch and push it you know, throughout Memphis and throughout uh, Shelby County but then also starting to spread it to folks in California, New York, North Carolina, right? Um, and we're really excited to be able to do that. And the partnerships we've already started there uh, that we're just kind of waiting on. That's so awesome. I am curious. Um, you said you wanted it to feel like home. Yeah. The space, is it big enough? Yeah. You know, it's got a nice hefty space. Cool. So beds, <laughs> couches, we feeling like home. Do we right. got beds? That's what the people want to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, so want to know they, can, they want to know if they can sleep right. in, man. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have any beds. Uh, we're, we're not a B&B, but uh, we were intentional. <laughs> about, about a coffee b <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's the next one. Uh, but we were intentional and about uh, the types of couches that we put in, right? So we've got a few couches in the space that oh, nice. you can sit there and uh, I'd be lying to you if, uh, if I told you that, you know, I haven't taken a couple of naps on these couches every once in a while. So uh, do I recommend it? Maybe not. Um, you know, we are a coffee shop, so you probably are a little bit wired coming in, but, uh, but it is comfortable. And as far as space, I mean, yeah, our space is, is, is expansive. You know, what we were able to do is take this building, which is a fairly decent size. Uh, and so we utilize that as best as we could with as much seating options as we possibly could. But we also created an outdoor space at the shop. So you come in and you open up our back door, it opens up to this courtyard and alleyway combo uh, that has, you know, gorgeous lighting and has plenty of seating options. So, um, you know, you can really spend some time with us. 
Well, man, I really appreciate hearing about all of this. And before we go on break, I just I just got to know where are you located? Where are you located again? What's the Instagram? What's the website? Man? Yeah, absolutely. This information? So Comeback Coffee, uh, again, 358 North Main, uh, right there in the Pinch District. Uh, Comeback.coffee is our Instagram. Uh, Comeback Coffee on, on Facebook as well. Comeback Bevco on Instagram. ComebackBevco.com if you want to buy that online or find out where we're stocked at uh, is all the socials and uh, that's where you can find us. Hey everybody, this is Corey with the Profit Link Up, your number one podcast for all your small business needs. Hey everybody, this is Hayes McPherson with Comeback Coffee coming to you live from the Profit Link Up, your number one podcast for all small business needs. It's been a pleasure working with the crew here. It's been a pleasure working with the crew of Comeback Coffee today. Come join us to hear more about the amazing and exciting businesses we have here in the heart of our beautiful city. Alrighty, thanks so much for listening and back to our show. Thanks Profit Link Up, it's been awesome. We got a tendency to wrap things up, although it, it, it sort of infuses everything you do. Yeah. But the question I always ask is, what makes Comeback Coffee uniquely Memphis? Man, uh, that's a great question. So, I think what makes it uniquely Memphis is that it was created by Memphians, right? Uh, so we're looking at. Tennessee right, as a whole, you look at expansion, you look at places that are booming right now, you look at folks like Nashville, right? And uh, no hate to Nashville, not sure. going to throw any shade to Nashville, but you have a lot of outside folks coming into Nashville and, you know, developing how they're developing. Right. Um, and you lose a little bit of the authenticity uh, when that happens. And so uh, I think that's what makes comeback really special is that it was made by folks that are born and raised here. Um, and so we know what Memphis wants and we know kind of the process that Memphis has gone through to get to where it is today. We've seen Memphis really struggle uh, in development and struggle in, um, you know, having people proud of it. I remember growing up as a kid and all the folks that I kind of grew up with, they all said, you know, I don't want to stay in Memphis. You know, there's nothing good in Memphis. I want to move. I want to go to Nashville. I want to go to Colorado, whatever it was. Um, that has completely changed at this point. Uh, and a lot of that is because of folks staying here and really digging deep and, and building something special. I think it may have to do a little bit, too, with, with COVID. We sort of got into our roots a little bit yeah. and, and the things that really matter. We saw, you know, uh, for better and worse, Nashville is becoming a very international sort of yeah, city. Yeah. To me, Memphis is a place that, that is a, the biggest small city in America. That's perfectly put. Yeah, that's perfectly put. I mean, that's what we have found out as well is uh, I cannot tell you how many interactions that we have in the shop where folks come in and, uh, you know, I haven't seen them in a while, but uh, I'm able to make that connection again or we'll sit down and catch up. Or I talk to someone and we say, you know, I, I grew up here and they go, do you know this person? And we yeah. go, oh, yeah, I, I know that person. I grew up with them. And there's always a connection there. Right. Um, so it is uh, the smallest big town uh, or the biggest small town uh, that, that I know. Comeback Coffee is a place where you can make connections and it's a place with roots in the Memphis community. We, if you haven't been there, we highly recommend it. I've, I've got to get out there myself and, uh, and and check it out. Love, love, love what you told me about it and excited as, as somebody that, that is not a religious coffee drinker yeah. to to try some of those offerings that uh, exactly. might kind of tickle my tickle my exactly. childlike palate a little <laughs> right. bit Right. I think that's perfectly put. That's perfectly put. We'd love that.
Yeah, you're telling me I actually want to try that uh, Arnold Palmer out of my mouth. <laughs> I need to get you some samples of it. We'll drop some off and uh, get you guys to try it out. Do you have anything for the vegetarians out there? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, on our, so during the week, we provide pastries. Uh, there's some fair vegetarian options for those pastries. On the weekends, we partner with uh, a special chef. Uh, he's a local chef here in Memphis. Uh, goes as restaurants called Kinfolk. Uh, and he does brunch on the weekends for us. And so it's a great partnership uh, and uh, not quite vegetarian. He's got a couple of vegetarian options, but this goes back to that real Southern uh, food options. Uh, he does, you know, chicken biscuits, sausage, egg and cheese, things oh. like that. Woo. That just make you. Yeah, oh, that's uh, water. But he elevates it to a, a really special place. So y'all got to come out for that as well. well that's weekends. so cool. Well, we want to thank our guest, Hayes McPherson, Comeback Coffee. Looking for a friendly local specialty coffee shop? Visit Comeback Coffee at 358 North Main Street, located conveniently right there in the pinch in such a classic area of Memphis. Thanks for listening to The Profit Link Up. Tune in for more business spotlights and stories of businesses that are uniquely Memphis. Thanks again, Hayes. Thanks so much. Thanks, Hayes.